Welcome to the Rom-Com Rewind Podcast. I'm Sarah. And I'm Devin. And I love rewatching movies over and over again. And I love romantic comedies. Please don't judge me. So this is a show where we rewatch rom-coms, break them down a bit for you, maybe take a peek behind the curtain, dig beneath the surface, and decide, does it still hold up? Today we have Made, Made of, of Honor. Let's redo that. Why did we? <laughs> I don't know. I thought we were going to say Made of Honor. <laughs> Today we have... Made, made of, of <laughs> Today we have Made, made of, of Honor. <laughs> okay, all right. All right. We can do this. Today we have Made, made of, of honor. honor. We did it. <laughs> yes, after 5 times. So we uh obviously you're probably listening to us on Spotify. Please uh follow us so that you get updated on new episodes as well if you're listening on Apple or iTunes. Uh, subscribe, leave a review, and follow us on Instagram at Romcom Rewind. So, Maid of Honor is directed by Paul Whelan. This movie follows along our friend uh, Tom Bailey Jr., played by Patrick Dempsey. We originally see him in college at Cornell, where he has this hilarious, awkward run-in with Hannah, played by Michelle Monaghan. He was really trying to bang Hannah's roommate, and then he accidentally uh, gets in bed with Hannah, as and Bill Clinton. As oh, that's right. He was wearing a Bill Clinton. <laughs> it was Halloween, uh, mask. I think. Yeah, and she pepper sprays him. <laughs> Interesting meat cute. Fast forward ten years later, and Tom Bailey is still kind of sleeping with everything that moves. However, he and Hannah have basically become best friends. They even spend every single Sunday together. But Hannah leaves for a six-week work trip to <gasps> Scotland. Dun oh, no. dun dun. While she's gone, Tom realizes, oh my gosh, I cannot live without this woman. Maybe I actually love her. Obviously. When she returns six weeks later, he decides he's going to tell her how he feels. But upon her return, she brought back a guy, Colin, played by Kevin McKidd. And they are engaged to be married. And she wants Tom to be her maid of honor. And therein lies the conflict. He's trying to split up the wedding. One of the main reasons why I really liked watching this movie, um, because of all the Scottish traditions they do throughout it, um, so I love the scene when they're doing the Scottish Highland Games, which is absolutely hilarious because Patrick Dempsey's wearing a beyond short kilt. That's thanks <laughs> that to fun. Busy Phillips. Yes. Um, Melissa. Yeah, with everyone Ugh. dressed up and doing the actual like um, Scottish Highland game tradition and events, and it's really cool. Um, also, pinning of the tartan on the wedding dress I thought was really neat. Is that a tradition you actually like? I thought it was cute to carry at least, I mean, I don't know, maybe you don't have to pin it like the tartan on the actual dress, but maybe have it like in your bouquet or like pinned oh, or sewn okay, on the in, okay. on sewn on the inside of your dress. I thought or, it was aggressive you know, to have like a normal white dress and then like a Scottish oh, yeah. tartan yeah, sash, I would agree. It's, a, it's a little much. Um, everything Scottish is a little much, I find. In a good way, I'm Scottish. I just want to <laughs> make that clear. I can make fun of it. Um, the bagpipes. <laughs> and then finally, when she's on her hen party, Hannah's exchanging kisses for money. Oh, I love that and they one. That drop was so it, fun. They drop it into the potty that has salt at the bottom. And this is said to bring good luck, prosperity, and fertility. And she's paraded around town with the other women proceeding to make a crap ton of noise, banging pots and pans and stuff. I, I like it. I love that tradition. I thought it, it was cool. In my family, most of the Scottish traditions did... Um, center around just being jolly and kind of drunk so that that i was like oh here we go these <laughs> there's people actually right here. traditions yeah. <laughs> uh i thought this was a decent movie my original thought as i was watching it was that 
why haven't I seen more Patrick Dempsey oh, that's, romantic yeah. comedies? That's that a was, good question. That was my thought because I racked my brain. What else has he been in? And then when I Googled it, you know, the biggies come up. Sweet Home Alabama. He was in Bridget oh, Jones' right. Baby. Oh, yeah. Uh, Valentine's Day. But that was kind of an ensemble cast. So I Yeah, guess that was that... a big cast, actually. He uh, was in a lot of romantic comedies in the late 80s. Oh, and they um they, they look hilariously awful. Like there's some girls, 1988. Take a look at that. Oh goodness! Oh, he's showing me pictures. Yeah. Some girls, 1988. Oh my god! Oh goodness! He does not look like McDreamy there. If you no, he does not. If you want to have some fun at work right now, just Google Patrick Dempsey rom coms. There. Oh, the Woo Kid. Look at this baby face. Look at that. Oh my God, he's so little. Yeah. I've never even heard of the Woo Kid movie. I don't know what that is. Can't Buy Me Love. Oh, this is kind of badass. I like that. He's like pulling oh, an A.C. Slater. Okay, that is 100% 80s. <laughs> like if you've ever wanted it's to aggressive. see a poster for the 80s, Google Can't Buy Me Love. There's neon blue Patrick and Dempsey. purple yeah. <laughs> as the lettering. So um, so yeah, I mean, my thoughts were that it's, it's a pretty good movie. Yeah, I, it's pretty good. I can't. Uh, remember having watched it before, to be honest. So I, I kind of went into this fresh eyes. Okay, mm it was a good watch. It's a solid watch. I think I had watched um, Grey's Anatomy, and so I knew that he was playing in this movie at the time. And I was like, "Oh, I gotta watch. Oh, I gotta watch this." Because you were, I was a Grey's Anatomy <laughs> fan. He was McDreamy. Come on. If you're a fan of The Office, and I know a lot of our listeners are, it bothered me so much. Do you ever find that um, certain characters can ruin specific things in life for example the whole like first five minutes are based at cornell university and i couldn't stop thinking like andrew bernard is there andy bernard from oh. the office obsessed about how he went to cornell and i'm like the timeline's kind of shit i wonder if andy bernard in like you know sitcom world is at Cornell, and I couldn't shake that. I kind of missed the first five minutes, I'm going to be honest, because <laughs> I was doing the math in my head. I liked it. I think it works out. The phone number on the coffee cup. So Tom, Patrick Dempsey's character, walks into a Starbucks uh, near the beginning of the movie yeah. and orders his drink, and a girl accidentally, but not really, picks up his drink and says, oh, sorry, I grabbed it by mistake. <laughs> Once he gets the coffee cup... Surprise. Surprise. There is a phone number oh. on the cup such a way to do it have that's you, ballsy i like it have you ever gotten a have you ever picked up your coffee cup from a place and had a girl's number on your um, cup no that's that's pretty i mean like the meet cute needs to happen in the first like like it's got to happen quick and it's got to be intense i have gotten like numbers in awkward situations at work when i first moved to this town they had just started with snapchat oh. for the station and, like, literally, my third night on the air, some chick was like, hey, like, you're kind of cute. And, like, sent no. me, yeah, her phone number. And I'm like, wow, that's very aggressive. I, fa I found, I don't know, like, I guess as radio people, you're meant to be accessible. But I thought, um, okay. That's yeah. amazing. I didn't know that. You're staring at me very intently. Right? <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. Ladies, Snapchat, I don't know <laughs> if that's the way to go about it right off the top. Maybe slide into the Instagram DMs. It's kind of classic, you know? Okay, so Tom has lots of rules when it comes to dating. So some of them are, you know, he can't call a girl within 24 hours of getting her number because it would seem too desperate or how he doesn't do back-to-backs and all of the <laughs> girls he dates have a day of the week, including our very own best friend Hannah, whose day is Sunday. Yeah. Oh, 
and how he doesn't bring any girl other than Hannah to any family events, including weddings. Sure. So did you have any of these rules when you were dating? So the Starbucks girl, he says that he can't call her back for 24 hours. Yeah. And I think that's a fair rule. Really? Yeah, absolutely. You never want to seem too desperate. I guess like, you're right. Like, even on Tinder, when you match with somebody, you don't message them right away. Are you kidding? Even though it's so accessible, <laughs> you can just, boom, fire a text. Don't do it. Yeah, so I would say the 24-hour rule, absolutely. Yeah, I 100% agree with that. Okay. Yeah. Not, you didn't have any other ones? Uh, <laughs> I mean, maybe when I was in college, I agreed with a lot more of these. <laughs> Never do back-to-backs. Yeah, I feel like that's a college dev would agree with that. Uh, same girl two nights in a row. See, I get that, though, because he doesn't want anything serious. Yeah, he doesn't want to seem too clingy, right? Or, yeah. or the girls to get clingy. That's exactly yeah. it. And then, like, there was that chick who the next morning is like, hey, what are you doing this evening? And if you're not down to have a relationship, you got to cut that quick. Yeah, he. he I guess he, he keeps it pretty honest, right? He does keep it. He keeps it straight up. I actually love how straight up it is because he's like, hey, I'll see you next week. And she's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Every Wednesday. That's really horrible. <laughs> it is. <laughs> um, we got to talk about the soundtrack in this movie. Oh, yes, I liked it. Because they do have, they have some hits. Like, it opens up with uh, Smash Mouth, Walking on the Sun. Then there's Sarah Bareilles, Love Song, mm-hmm. which you can't Huge. have. Huge. Yeah, you got to have that. Oasis, Stop Crying Your Heart Out. I like that. Oh, there was the yeah, Fratelli like... song. There was a Lenny Kravitz song. There was Kanye and uh, Jamie Foxx, Gold Digger. Love that. Classic. Oh, wait, I think that had just come out. Oh, really? And I feel. Okay. Probably around there. That's a good song. I like that song. But I like how <laughs> vastly it changes because if you go through the soundtrack list, you have all these like top 40 hit songs and then all of a sudden they go to Scotland and I swear to God, <laughs> Cock of the North no. is a legit bagpipe song that happens in this movie. I don't know when it happens, but I was looking up the soundtrack and it's like Kanye West and then all of a sudden it's like Cock of the North. Are we in Game of Thrones? No. Cock of the North. Time out, time out, time out. I can't believe you brought that up because I wanted to talk about that. Oh, okay. Tell me more. <laughs> I'm wondering what the over-under is on number of people who are in this movie and also in Game of Thrones. Because I swear to God, there are at least three dudes who I'm like, oh, didn't a dragon kill that guy? And then there's another <laughs> one. I'm like, wasn't that dude a lord? I'm like, oh, I feel like she was a baker or something. There's at least three. I don't know for sure because I have an IMDb it. That that's a deep dive, but I'm pretty sure there are at least three people also in Game of Thrones in this movie. You should look that up. I should. Get back to us. T- tweet at us. Yeah. If anybody finds out or if anybody also saw that, there's one dude, wow, man. He's um he's not a Tarly. What is he? What's uh Catelyn Stark's original name? She's Tully. There's somebody like her cousin is also in this movie. Oh my god! Yeah, you're too much. I swear to God. <laughs> I mean, I don't know that for sure, but I have a confession. Okay. And it's gonna affect uh, Hannah's thirst factor coming up. Okay. I could never be with Hannah. Why? Ever. She seems lovely, but she does one thing that I cannot stand. Oh my God! What? <laughs> When she gets back from Scotland and she calls Tom and says, hey, meet me like at this place. And she says, here's what she says. She's like that place that uh, used to be the Thai place that also (laughs) used to be the laundromat that we hated that used to be a bakery. (laughs) I despise people who do this. 
it drives me crazy <gasps> when I'm like, hey, like, where's um the nearest Dairy Queen? And they're like, oh, you remember where the old KFC is? If I'm not from your town, I don't know where the old KFC is. I am guilty of this, everyone. And as somebody who's moved around, street names are important. One of my favorite bars in Ottawa, York, just past Sussex. That is a geographical location you cannot get wrong. <laughs> it's either on one side of Sussex or the other side of Sussex, and it's on York. It's very exact. And I couldn't believe she did that. I was so angry. You do it all the time. It drives me crazy. I do. I do it all the time. And you have nothing to say for yourself. No. I try really hard to remember the street names, but it doesn't really work. We don't have east or south or west or north, that kind well, of thing on every, the streets. What? Oh, I thought you were... On the streets. <laughs> like Not that, in real life. Those are God. just directions, Sarah. They exist everywhere. Oh, my God. Not on the street names. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. South doesn't exist no, here. It we does. don't know what that just is. Just not on street signs. Like We don't have like a main street south, a main street yeah. north, right? So sure. like it's... It's just easier to tell you landmarks. Like, oh, remember? No, it's not because I'm not the originally old, from the here. The old bowling alley. I don't know where that was is. That is now doctor's offices. Yeah, I don't know what that is. I don't know what any of those things are. Well, you will one day. I know a street name. I can Google that. Super easy. True. If you Google what used to be the KFC, I don't know what's going to come <laughs> up. Uh, what else you got? Okay, so um, can you be an I love you slut? So, oh, because, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, she, so in the movie, Tom says to Hannah, you're an I love you slut. Because he refuses to tell anyone that he loves them, including his own father, on his wedding day. And so he tells Hannah that she's an I love you slut. Yeah. So I'm trying to think of somebody who I know. I mean, I feel like in, in high school or college, um, <laughs> we're like, oh my God, I love you, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally. <laughs> I will say I am an I love you slut in very specific circumstances. And those circumstances are, it's 1.30 a.m., close to 2, and I'm with, like, five of my dudes at a bar downtown. Then, absolutely, I'm an I love you. So I'm like, Mike, I'm so glad you came out with us, man. Like, I, I fucking love you, dude. You know, like, oh, Alex is here too, man. I love that guy. You know how long I knew Alex? Love that guy. That's the only time I become an I love you slut. But, yeah, I mean, there are definitely people who are I love you sluts. So I feel like alcohol's involved with fear and I love you slut for, like, both you and I. For, for both of us. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> okay, so do you find that there's always a slow motion walk down a hallway or a space in most romantic comedies? Sure. This happens when Hannah's waiting for her bridesmaids to show up for lunch with her and Tom. They walk through the oh, the yeah. door in all, like they're all slow motion walking. I just find it's always a classic rom-com moment. And I'm like, oh, oh yeah. This one had. Let's go. This one had two of those. Oh, where was the second one? Because don't, well, it's not quite the same. That's, that's a classic cliche rom-com totally. slow walk. Yeah. They're all like introducing the bridesmaids. Yeah. yeah. But the first rom-com slow walk that happened was when Tom meets Colin because they're at that restaurant. Right. He's slowly oh, walking up. The crowd parts. Yes. And he sees Hannah. Oh, I'm about to tell her I love her. Then she reaches for a guy behind her and it's Colin. Ah. And the whole thing happens in slow motion. And you're oh, like, I oh, no. Yes. Okay. That was also slow-mo. That was. It wasn't as cheerful and, and <laughs> pumped. So I kind of forgot about it. You forgot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> If you're with your girls and your boyfriend or fiance or somebody calls, are you like, guys, it's Jeff 
and do all the girls go, oh my god, that's adorable, because that happened in this movie and it really bothered me, but now I'm worried that it actually happens in real life and I'm just an ignorant male for not noticing. So I think, I'm trying to think back if it's happened, and I think it has. I mean, not to oh like... Oh my god, really? Not to the... Like, oh my god, guys, he's calling, and they're like, oh! Not to like, oh my god, guys, it's Jeff who's calling, <laughs> like, oh my god, I just have to take this, and all the girls go, oh my god, oh my god! Like, it's like, oh, so cute. Like, it's not uh, like over the top. You realize for guys, it's the complete opposite I'm, reaction. Really? Like, oh shit, she's calling. Oh, dude, <laughs> ignore it, ignore it, it's fine. Press, press silent. <laughs> Silent. I don't know if you know this or or if you kind of realized it while you were watching it, but this is how I kind of see it. This movie is a male version of my best friend's wedding. Oh, certainly. So I wanted to go through some similarities and differences. Okay. Oh. So he realizes that he loves her only to find out that she's already found somebody and is getting married to them in a fortnight, 14 uh, days. Right. Okay. Same thing happened, my best friend's wedding. Yeah, I think it was like six days maybe. Yeah, Something like that. that the yeah. following weekend. Very quick. Um, so the second is is asked to be the maid of honor. Of course. Whereas, I mean, in my best friend's wedding, Jules is the best man. So it's just like kind of the opposite. Yeah. Very similar though. Tries to break up the wedding by proving they belong together by causing situations that would show they are perfect for each other. I'm trying to think. I think Jules from My Best Friend's Wedding was more malicious oh, yeah, in her cunning. activities. She was definitely more cunning, yeah, for like, sure. Tom in this movie is... Tries to beat him at basketball. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> and it turns out Colin can dunk. Yeah, he can dunk. <laughs> He's also, a tall Scotsman. Yeah. I feel like uh, Tom was a little bit more... And maybe this was by design. Like Tom in this movie was a little bit more likable in his activities. Agreed. Yeah. But at the same time, my best friend's wedding is Julia Roberts, and you can't not love her, even when she's being a horrible person. Yeah. You know, you're like, ah, I it's still kind of hope it works out. It's true. Um, so Tom feels he can't compete with Colin, since um, I don't know if you know, but he's a Duke, and like I said, can dunk in basketball. And seems to be everything I, that Hannah wants. That's going to make a bad joke there. Because <laughs> he's a duke, he can dunk, and he's got a big dick. Right? <laughs> we found that out. That's actually one of my honorable mentions. Oh, my God. Big dick. That's amazing. <laughs> Anyways, keep going. Sorry. Triple D. <laughs> Triple D. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, okay, so literally the only difference is that Tom and Hannah actually end up together. Yeah. Right? And I guess Tom isn't as like cunning as... Jules, but really the difference, the big difference is that Tom and Hannah end up together. Did that bother you in my best friend's wedding that they didn't? So I understand like that the reasons why they didn't end up together. Yeah. But I did still want them to be okay. together. You know, I don't know. I also think Cameron Diaz is a little bit more lovable and adorable in my best friend's wedding. Whereas Colin right off the bat, I'm like, ah, I don't really care about this guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that was cool that they didn't end up together, right? Agreed. Yeah, you liked Patrick Dempsey more. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. uh, quick facts. So when this movie came out, Patrick Dempsey was 41. Whoa! He does not look 41. No, he does not. I know. Not only that, but he played a uh, a college student yeah. for the first four minutes of the college So kid, they did use CGI to make him... What? To, so that he had a more youthful look for his college days. Oh. So they did do some tweaking there. They were probably using <laughs> some uh, outtakes from uh, Some Girls or like one of those other shitty 80s movies that I showed you. Well, he had an earring. I don't know if you noticed oh, that. Oh, the earring. Wow. I, that was the first thing I, I looked over to you and I was like, oh my God, he's got an he's earring. He's got an earring. Oh. Yeah. Um, so this was Sidney Pollock's final acting role. 
So he That's played, the dad. yeah, he played Tom's dad, who had been married six times in the movie. That's he right. was on a sixth marriage, and was it sixth the fifth or sixth, sixth, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, happens to also be his sixth divorce. Yes, promptly divorced. <laughs> yeah, um, so he had a forty-two-year-long acting career, um, and unfortunately, he passed away three weeks after the movie was released. Wow. Yeah, That's I really, really liked sad. him. Can we shout out the uh, the marriage pact idea? The contract that he was trying to get his sixth wife to sign. Oh yeah, right before they were entering the church to get married. Like I don't, I don't know if this is strictly legal. I feel like it's not, but he was legitimately negotiating uh, how much sex and how many blowjobs <laughs> he would get on a weekly basis. It's true. And the funny thing too is that we don't know what she was negotiating on the other side. I'm assuming money. Because, like, Good what else point. What else do you want, right? I like how it's a written and signed contract, because otherwise, would that just make her a woman for hire? Ooh, oh, 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 wow. <laughs> right? Um, so, Den Vegan Castle was used for five days for the filming. Um, so, this is on the Isle of Skye, and it's said to be the oldest inhabited castle in northern Scotland. Wow. So, it's been occupied by the same family, the MacLeods. Uh, for over seven centuries and remains their ancestr- ancestral home. That's wild. I know. It's cool, eh? Oh, my God. What a cool quick fact. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if you know this, um, me being a Grey's Anatomy fan, but Patrick Dempsey Ugh. and Kevin McKidd, who okay. played Colin, um, starred on Grey's Anatomy together. What What did Kevin McKidd do? He was also a doctor. He was a resident doctor at uh, on Grey's Anatomy, yeah. Oh, yeah. like what, what season was this? Do we know? Because I, I stopped watching like season three. Legit. I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Past that though. McDreamy got shot. McSteamy's gone. That's a, wait, did he get shot? I McDreamy, can't remember. McSteamy, McCreamy? Who's the, <laughs> whoa, McCreamy <laughs> was the next thing you thought of. Oh man. <laughs> no, I'm not going to cut it out now. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> How does it go from dreamy, steamy to creamy? That's... Oh, no, God. it doesn't, but I can't remember the third one. <laughs> oh, God. Was there actually a third one? I don't know. I can't remember. Oh, I haven't God. watched it in a few years. I think I stopped watching at season 10. Mm. Well, McCreamy just wasn't up to snuff. <laughs> I guess. In an interview with Newsweek, uh, Patrick Dempsey mentioned shooting a nude locker room scene, which was cut to preserve the PG-13 rating. Oh, (laughs) wow. Oh, it's a PG-13. He was that McDreamy. He was just... (laughs) (laughs) Wow. So he was nude and they cut that out of the movie. Yeah, to keep it. How upset are you about that? I mean, I I wouldn't have hated it. You wouldn't have hated it? No. Even like, what what is a nude scene in a rom-com like like that? It's probably just an ass, right? Well, and it's... Probably similar to the nude scene that was in Crazy Stupid Love with Ryan Gosling in the gym. Oh, so it's just we're not actually gonna. Of... Yeah, it's just the 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 package is covered. The package, yes. But we get to see everything else. Uh, so Busy Phillips, who plays a bridesmaid of Hannah, Melissa, um, had to leave immediately after finishing the wedding scenes in Scotland to be able to race home in time for her own wedding. Whoa! Mm, yeah. Wow, yes. that's wild. Yeah. Okay, so I want to try this one day <laughs> at Starbucks. Oh, God. So when Tom goes into Starbucks, he orders two drinks. He orders a grande drip for him. And then for Hannah, he orders a decaf, triple grande, non-fat, extra hot, stirred, no foam, caramel macchiato with whipped cream and extra caramel filled 70%. 
I kind of just want to go That's in there and such ask an them for that. <laughs> and see what they say to me. Okay, can I tell you a secret? <laughs> okay. I thought that was his order. And I immediately was like, I hate this guy. What a stupid order. <laughs> but that's the opposite. Because he's going to Starbucks and he's asking for this stupid thing for Hannah. Well, that's adorable. We never actually know what drink goes to Hannah. So it could be oh, for it him. Oh, it could be his. However, okay, I, I like to think his. that it's hers. Because like anytime like, I'm like, hey, I'm going on a Starbucks run to like a coworker. And they ask for something stupid. I'm like... Sounds like you wanted a blonde latte. That's <laughs> like I'm not gonna order this ridiculous classic thing. vanilla latte. Yeah, yeah. Like I mean, if you want like skim milk or no fat or extra foam, those are all easy things. But like, if it's more than four changes, I'm not doing it. I just look like an asshole. Fair you know enough. What I, mean? I just kind of want to go in there and just test them. You know, sorry baristas, but I just want to test you. I wonder if there are testers, like secret shoppers oh, secret and grocery shoppers. stores. Probably. Yeah. Can you fill this order? This insane, yeah. like, crazy order. I bet. Yeah. They just roam the countryside, popping into Starbucks. Roam the countryside, yeah. waiting to get into their next Starbucks. They're just going <laughs> Starbucks to Starbucks, one <laughs> oh Starbucks at a time. <laughs> That's ridiculous. <laughs> Okay, so if you haven't watched this movie in a while, in the opening credits, there's a little boy in the in the yellow and blue striped shirt at the crosswalk. He's picking his nose and eating it. Oh! <laughs> so I just thought I would let you guys know that. Watch out for the kid picking his nose. Yeah, at the beginning of the movie. That's a fun catch. I know. Um, so I think it's on everyone's mind after watching this movie, because it's sure on mine. Can Patrick Dempsey juggle? Yes! Because he juggles, he juggles, um, like, um, China, China, yeah, China. yeah. So, yes, he can, in fact, juggle. He learned how to do this while he was working as a street performer. Oh, my God, Patrick. Right? Probably in the 80s. I Just was going to say, if you look at those pictures from those movies, I believe it. <laughs> oh, best scenes. Okay. Okay, what do you got? Certainly, it's when Colin is playing basketball. With Tom. Really? So Dang. so Tom is the maid of honor. He was told by Hannah, hey, like, I got to do some things. Maybe, you know, hang out with him with your friends kind of thing. Do something with him. So Tom's like, sweet, we're going to play basketball. I'm going to crush this dude. The basketball game isn't even the best part. <laughs> <laughs> it's the point where they're all in the locker room and Colin is showering. And it's very evident because all the other dudes are staring at how massive Colin's dick must be. They're staring <laughs> in the shower at this guy's cock. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. And <laughs> I, I think most guys in that scenario, if you're Tom, I think they'd tap out. Like, if I'm going after a girl and I see the dude she is currently banging has like a massive jackhammer, that's a jarring visual. <laughs> I applaud Tom for continuing on because you need some mental fortitude oh my to keep God. going, especially after he dunked all over you for like yeah. an hour. Yeah. That's yeah, emasculating. He didn't, he didn't even understand the basketball game and still beat him. Uh, I love how he dunks and he's like, clearly can't do that. And everybody's like, uh, you're allowed. You can do that. Yeah. <laughs> do that every time if you want. Okay. So mine is when Hannah just returns from Scotland and she invites Tom out for dinner. Yeah. So I don't know if you remember this, but little does he know that um, he's about to meet Hannah's new fiance, Colin. So Tom at this dinner is planning to tell Hannah that he loves her, brings her flowers and doesn't want to live without her and all of that. And when he gets to the restaurant, he's walking towards them. He realizes that Colin is there again, the slow-mo. Yeah, slow yeah. yeah. 
So he stops and turns around to try and get rid of the flowers and like save face and oh my right, god. Right, there's this like oh shit moment. So he turns around really quickly and he hits a waiter and yeah. knocks all of the drinks out of his hands like causes this big scene, falls on top of him. Oh my god, it was hilarious. Like I was dying because I totally forgot that, that uh, scene Yeah, happened. I did not see it coming. Oh my god, it was funny. And so that's fine. He kind of like throws the flowers to the waitress that's standing by the waiter and they try to give the flowers back and says, no, these are yours. And yeah. he's like, no, they're not mine. I he don't plays know it off like them. the waiter had the flowers. Like, <laughs> yeah. okay. So then a little while later, when Hannah asks him to be her maid of honor, he says, oh, yeah, sure. He's very excited. He gets up. He turns around and he hits the same freaking waiter. <laughs> oh, my God. And then he gets up. He goes, come on, man. He like, hits him with a towel. Yeah. <laughs> and then he like walks away. Oh, my God. It was so funny that, they, that he hit him twice. It that was, was my favorite scene. Like You didn't see it coming either time. No. Which was the best part. <laughs> yeah. um, got honorable mentions? I do. Okay. Mira McFadden, who played Colin's aunt Mina. Oh, wow. Yes. So you will definitely remember her if you watch the movie. She, she has a very thick accent that you can't quite understand what she's saying. Oh. Especially when she's telling Hannah and Colin that they should name their first child Athol. <laughs> <laughs> Which is actually spelled A-T-H-O-L. Athol. And it's a family. Imagine it's a family name, mm, but it sounds like asshole. Oh, and when she said it, it sounded like <laughs> asshole. Oh my God. I thought when you were talking about, well, what's her name again? It's Mira McFadden. I thought you were talking about the uh, grandma with the anal bead necklace. Oh no, that's also my honorable mention oh, is, yeah. is um, Grandma Pearl with her glow in the dark thunder beads. Gram- yes, that's right. <laughs> the glow in the dark. Oh, oh man. <laughs> When she tells the priest, oh, no, these are my thunder beads. He's he's complimenting her lovely (laughs) glow-in-the-dark necklace. Oh, yes. That's my second honorable mention. That's great. My honorable mention (laughs) is uh, the fairy dog mother. Did you notice this? No. So when Tom first goes to Scotland, he's on a, a ferry, and he meets a dog on the ferry. Oh, yes. And he's like, oh, the border collie, it's so cute. Then when he's dejected and he's leaving Scotland... I'm giving up on Hannah. There is a road blocked by a herd of sheep. He looks out his window, and there's the fairy dog mother again. That same border collie. And that border collie is the reason he went back. It's true. I didn't even realize that. That is... This whole movie hinges on that fairy dog yes, mother. Yes, the fairy dog mother. I like that. I, I also like have it. Busy Phillips, just because I feel like she was born to play like the bitchy villain all the time. She's a really good side character. I really oh, like man. her in movies. If you just want her to like eye roll people for about five <laughs> minutes a movie, she's great. <laughs> I don't I don't think she's I don't even think she needs to be a villain. Like I just think she's a really, really good side character. Yeah. Like she's a really good um She has a little spice. Yeah. Mm. She brings a lot to the table. Oh, the what should have been Colin is basically the main character who doesn't end up with anybody. Right. Colin is Scottish. He has a lot of money. He owns a few castles, right? He, they own distilleries as they, well. They own a distillery. And he's a duke. Hello. And he's a duke. <laughs> this might be a long shot. Okay. Colin should end up with Belle from Beauty and the Beast. Okay. We're jumping like um We're jumping to Disney a little bit. Here? Yeah. <laughs> Cartoon. Well, I guess if it's live action, that was Emma Watson. So yeah. that's that's doable. Okay. And I guess, I know it's in France, but she definitely had a British accent, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, I'm there's like, that inconsistency. I, I, fi- <laughs> I find there are some parallels with Colin being in the, these big castles and the Beast. They're obviously both very well educated. She likes to read. She likes to read. Okay. I feel like he's probably got a big library. I can get behind that. Colin, he's he's a uh, somewhat refined. Yeah. You know. He's not like our normal rom-com villains where it's like, oh, I hate this guy. He's a douchebag. He's cheating on her. Colin has a lot of redeeming qualities, and I want him to end up with somebody great. And I think that great person is Belle. From Beauty and the Beast. From Beauty and the Beast. Okay. I, I can get behind that. Really? Yeah. I thought I, thought I was going to get some I mean, back. it's a little far-fetched, but I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> we got a... Uh, ooh, Thirst Factor! Uh, Patrick Dempsey. <sighs> Obs McDreamy. Um, eight. An eight. Yo, yeah. that's high. I feel like we need to keep a tabulation of your Thirst Factor uh, scores. I know. I'm... Because we need to figure out where you're really placing high. him. Yeah. <laughs> but some you go low, too. And I'm like, I know. wow. Yeah, he's kind of cute. Oh, he's adorable. He is. He's dreamy. Literally, like, make dreamy suits him very well. Like, he's not, like, rom-com... Royalty? <laughs> right. And, like, it's... I mean, he's a little older than, you know, Ryan Gosling or Ryan Reynolds yes. in the movies, right? So he's kind of, like, he's classic... And not classic as old, but classic <laughs> as like good looking. He was forty one, and he was pulling it off. I did not yeah, realize he, he was forty one. No, I thought he was in his thirties. Michelle Monaghan, mm-hmm. Hannah. I'm a score kind of low. I'm gonna be honest. I did not really see the appeal. What's her What's her score? I'm gonna give her a six point five. Oh wow, I was gonna give her a seven. Whoa, no, I like she barely makes a six point five. I is it the is it the street thing? It's gotta be the yeah. Street well, thing the street. You. you know what? Oh my god, I didn't even factor that in. Oh my, because her personality is pretty cool. I like her job. That seems interesting yeah, her job's to me. Cool. I'm gonna, you know what? I'm gonna drop her down a point five for that stupid Starbucks order because I thought that was Tom's. So that's a six. <laughs> the street thing that. I didn't bring it in. So that's a five. That's a five from Dev. Wow. No, it's got to be more. No, four point five. I think. Wow. That's who bad. are you? I'm somebody who appreciates good directions. What do you give Patrick Dempsey? Yeah, I mean he's charming. He's not like Ryan Gosling, Ryan Reynolds. They're they got. They got the abs, you know, they're tall, handsome, but he has the swagger too, but he's just like, if Ryan Reynolds was playing basketball against Colin, I don't think he loses. Whereas Patrick Dempsey isn't physically imposing enough to be like, yeah, I'm the alpha male here. Not not that that's a bad thing, but I think it factors in. I'm going to give him a 7.5. Okay. What do we give Colin? Um, Don't forget, he's got a massive dick. Oh. (laughs) Oh. oh. Now I was going to give him a six. Wow, a six. 6.5. 6.5, okay. Yeah, yeah, I could live with a 6.5. But like, you know, when I think about, he's a duke. He's a duke, he's got a lot of he money. Can, he can dunk. He can dunk, yeah. Big, big dick. Big dick. And a distillery. Whoa. The distillery is definitely- Four Ds. Four. <laughs> <laughs> this joke has come full circle. Oh my God, has wow. it ever. Um, dunk, dick, duke, distillery. Boom. Okay, uh, seven. That sounds like a 10 to me. I'd <laughs> date that guy. <laughs> Maybe it's wow. inching up to a 7.5? Yeah, inching. <laughs> That's a fun choice of words. <laughs> oh, man. And the uh, the rewatchability. 7.5. I scored a little lower. Okay. I'd give it a six. Mm, fair enough. I thought it was good. I mean, I'm glad we watched it. It was a good watch. I don't know if I'm going to race back to watch it again. You know what I'm saying? This has been the Rom-Com Rewind podcast of... Made of Honor. If you're uh, listening to us on Spotify, make sure you follow us. Subscribe on Apple or iTunes. And uh, follow us on Instagram. We have a lot of fun conversations, especially about movies that are coming up. So if you want to chime in, like, oh my god, why haven't they done this one? Get at us. Thanks for listening.